it's episode four of the podcast and here is you and me Go!
yeah, a big bunch of grapes welcome there from Rug with you and me. And next, let's keep the tempo going with uh, one of Tom Brindle's later bands, Men in Caves. So these are actually Leamington Spa based. And uh, this is a song called I Am The One. <laughs> since the Ilfracoon Barnstable North Devon days. If you've been in any, in any band since, which I'm sure you have, please send the music in. Uh, we'll give it a play. That was Tom Brindle there from Men in Caves uh, with Am I the One? Um, so yeah, please send your music in. We've got some new bands to play this week from Devon, actually, so that's really promising. Going to talk a little bit about Barnstable as well and the music shops that used to be around in the... Uh, old days of yore um that won't take very long but before that let's have a little bit more forget-me-nots and this is the trouble with mm -hmm. 
it's wonderfully out of tune in a Lou Reed kind of way. Recorded at the aerial. the forget-me-nots there North Devon's answer to the fall <laughs> very lo-fi very awful but cool as fuck uh, let's go forward a bit with a bit of Zebedee now and day after day everyone can relate to this at the moment 
things happen day after day that can't be made living from having fun we listen to the same sounds all the time it's all gone but we should have been we should have been far away on the big screen
screamer. Probably inspired heavily, undoubtedly, by Kurt Cobain and Nirvana. I remember um, when the whole North Devon band scene started for us, it, that was when Kurt Cobain had died. And our first gig in the drama hall was some a few months after Kurt's death, I believe. Um, we played Nirvana songs and Metallica songs. And that was it. That was why we were called Nivalica, so it wasn't much more complicated than that. But I remember having tickets to see Nirvana in Brixton. I must have been about 13 at the time, and um, I was really worried that my mum wouldn't let me go, because, you know, I was too young to go up to London. Uh, but my mate Harry had the tickets, and we were going. And then it was postponed, because Kurt was ill. And then... Later on, it was cancelled altogether because obviously he died, uh, shockingly. That was a real shock. Um, we were sat around playing a board game and Harry's mum was like, Kurt Cobain's dead. What the hell? It's one of those things that everyone remembers where they were when they found out. A bit like John Lennon. Um, yeah, and the tickets got taken back by Harry's dad and he got a refund. Those tickets must be worth a fortune now. Um, tickets to a Nirvana gig that never happened but that's by the by so I said I was going to talk about Barnstable I just wanted to reminisce a bit about the shops and the music shops because I really used to enjoy getting the bus to Barnstable a good 50 minute trip from Linton £5 would get you the bus fare an Iron Maiden tape a Chinese from the Fulham and probably a few Spider-Man comics and enough for the bus home. <laughs> but you had great shops, like you had uh, Sound and Vision on Gammon Walk. That was a brilliant shop for music and for T-shirts of your favourite bands. You had the Sound Pad, where everyone that wanted to play anything or played anything went and looked at the guitars. It was much like the scenes from Wayne's World. Wayne, can you put the Fender back now, please? You know, you couldn't really afford these things. And then... Me and my cousin would be like, I'm going to ask. I'm going to ask the guy if I can try it out. And he'd know that we weren't going to buy it and just wanted to play the guitar. And then we'd perhaps buy a plectrum and walk out. Um, but yeah, the sound pad, I think it might even still be there. It's the one place everyone would have been to who wanted to be in a band. And it had a real mystique about it. And it, I was always a bit nervous going in there, actually. and always felt a little bit out of my depth because I could only really play bass. Um, then you had Our Price, of course, which was the mainstream high street shop. You had the Wimpy, but that's not a music shop. Uh, the Wimpy is still there. And as far as I know, it's one of the few Wimpies left. I think there might be a few in London. Uh, but the Wimpy in Barnstable is still going. That is basically Arnold's from Happy Days. Uh, of that generation everyone used to hang out at the Wimpy <laughs> there's Ewing's of course which is still there the tobacconists the toy shop and the sweet shop that's a brilliant shop um, there was the mute Barnstable music shop that was very good sold a lot of sheet music and a lot of tablature music as well so you could buy Ride the Lightning Metallica tab books so you didn't have to read music to read where you need to put your fingers on the bass or guitar that was a really good way 
of learning how to um, play your favourite Nirvana and Metallica songs and so on. Um, there was, of course, um, Upfront Records, where Marcus from Rug worked. That was a brilliant little shop. It used to be all upstairs, and then I think later on they moved it to two floors. But I used to love going in there. Um, it was mainly vinyl, from what I remember, and I think as time went on, they sold more CDs and things. But that was a brilliant little place, and you could always find out what gigs were on by going there. There was always posters everywhere. But I think the absolute gem in the Barnstable music shopping experience of those days had to be Second Spin. That was brilliant. It was up, um, I can't remember the name of the street, but it was near a hairdresser's called, hairdresser's called Charlie's maybe, and then a retro clothing store run by Denise called Buddy's. And, then, and there was an art shop up there, the Blue Gallery, I think it was called. And then you had Second Spin, which sold second-hand books, second-hand vinyl, second-hand CDs, uh, posters, picture discs, and cassettes. And the guy that ran it was absolutely brilliant. He knew every member of clientele that walked through the door, every customer. He knew what you were into. I remember, like, going there for five, six years in a row, being into all different kinds of music. And I think by the time I got into The Doors and Pink Floyd later on as a teenager, I was chatting to him once and he said, no, no, wait, I saw him once outside of the shop years later when I was back from university and he remembered me and he's like, yeah, I remember you, you used to buy um, Iron Maiden tapes and then after that it was The Doors and then it was suede and pink floor oh that is amazing and the fact that he would remember every single one of his customers music tastes years on that right there tells you what is missing about shopping for music these days it's great to have an amazon recommendation or spotify or whatever but there's nothing quite like a guy in a shop saying Hey mate, yeah, I remember you were into this band and then yeah, and you got into that band. I mean, what fantastic service. And I think that shop, Second Spin, it pretty much ran and ran for as long as it could until, you know, those sort of shops began to struggle more with digital music. Um, but yeah, I'll play a Barnstable band now. So this, these are a few tracks sent in from Tom and this is Spudgun.
Gone fishing, and this is like. Tom song by Spike
I found some old comedy recordings which I was going to play to you, but unfortunately when I ran the tape back, the tape was just so distorted. It was going in the background, and I thought, no, I can't, I can't release that upon the listeners of which there's quite a few of you now thank you so much for tuning in i think each i think the first show was the most popular because that was about the bunch of grapes and everyone was at home for christmas but the new year's show a lot of people listened in um the christmas and new year's show a lot of people listened in so thank you so much for that there's about 30 regular listeners so if you enjoy the show please promote it if you're in a band please send your music in um whether you played in the 90s or not uh, a lot of you did, and a lot of you still have bands. Um, we're going to play some new music now. So this is a brand new band that formed during the lockdown, and they can't wait to get gigging as soon as it's safe again. Uh, this is the Super Mercados. Yesterday, it turns out I'm dead. It happened a 
Revelations and revolutions. Is that what it is? Revelations and revolutions. Yes, revelations and revolutions by the Super Mercados. Exeter based. The um, Roman fortification of Exeter. Um, raring to go, ready for the lockdown to end, ready to play some gigs. The Super Mercados, of course, means the supermarkets in Portuguese, Spanish, uh, Latin America, uh, and much of the Spanish world, that means uh, supermarket, um, which is, a, I think, a brilliant band name for the times we're living in at the moment. Um, I can't wait to see them live. And um, another band that formed in lockdown, also from Exeter, um, are this band here. Let's have a listen.
Sleep there by a new band called Wired Design. Also formed in lockdown. I'm going to play another couple of their songs. They can be found on YouTube just like the Super Mikados. And I think both of these bands can be found on Spotify and of course on Facebook. Just have a look for Wired Design and the Super Mikados. Let's have some more Wired Design now. This is It's All Under Control. songs like that it reminds me of the elastica first album let's have oh let's not have that oh that's cheeky a little bit of advertising there let's have cabin fever we've already wow it's on this is why design again with cabin In this let's have another one this is don't let it in
before. Nice bit of existential. That was Wired Design. Find them on YouTube and Spotify. And wow, that was all quite exciting. New bands from Exeter. We've got one more new band to play for you. And then we'll play out with the Honey Hooks, which of course is starting to be tradition now, isn't it? Thank you very much for listening to episode four of North Devon's 90s Music Appreciation Podcast. I reckon we've got at least two more episodes in us um, to complete season one and to have six episodes that would be fantastic if you want to get in touch with the show uh, have your music played by all means go to the Facebook page or just message me from there uh, to Ashley Laycock um, or message the page directly alright uh, the page is North Devon's Music Appreciation Podcast of course on Facebook um, right let's have one more do you remember Mark of the Mildred sent in some music a couple of shows back well, he sent in a song called um, F-U-C-K-E-D in the 90s, which we played, I think, in the first show. But he's also got another band, and this is Brexit, I think. Beautiful. 
a nice bit of punk rock there from Spitting Blood and Brexit. I really fucking enjoyed that. <laughs> I'll be playing that again. Right, that'll do it for today. Let's have some more honey hooks. Thanks for listening. Take it easy and see you in the next show. Yeah.
honey hooks there with their garden shed tape. More emotion. Someone put some tears in her eyes. There are tears in her eyes. Um, Richard from Valium was encouraging people to share a positive news story on their page or feed once when a day, which I think is a brilliant idea. Things are hard at the moment, but actually there's a lot of good still going on. Got to keep a positive mind. Tries to make us understand that she's willing to be wider and wonderful inside.
promise, but uh, this was sent in by an anonymous listener. Um, so they had a 107-year-old patient admitted with the medical history you'd expect from someone of that age and ongoing conditions that classify her as clinically extremely vulnerable. She came in for a routine surgery and whilst recovering contracted COVID-19, things didn't look great. A few weeks later, she tapped me on the arm and asked, when can I go home? It's boring here. All I do all day is read and watch TV and that lady over there snores. That was the moment I knew she was going to be okay. The next week, she was discharged and went home. Does this mean that COVID is any less serious? Certainly not. But it does mean there's always hope, even when everything around you suggests otherwise. And on that note, I am actually going now. Here's... Valium again with good dreams.